Well, hi there, everybody. Sorry to interrupt your other podcasts that you're listening to, but a little uh, fun announcement to make here. Casey, in summertime, we'd like to get up to some antics. And those antics would involve getting a bunch of nerds together and doing what nerds do best, yelling at each other. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So we are going to do Nerd Debate live this year. <gasps> Nerd Debate 5 live. There we in go. Person. Boom. That yes. is the subtitle. We just came up with it. We will be doing this at the amazing Bullfinch Brew Pub here in Syracuse, New York. So find all the information that you need at our social media or at nightshiftradio.com. We've drank Bullfinch's beer before. Dave, the brewmaster at Bullfinch, makes amazing beers. Check out the amazing stuff that's happening in Bullfinch. You can go to bullfinchbrewpub.com. Come join us on Saturday, July the 29th at 730 and be sure to be ready to listen to a bunch of nerds argue with each other. <laughs> All right, we're going to leave your podcast now. Goodbye. <laughs>
but I, it's man, it's so refreshing to see a company be able to point out the mistakes they made and be like, yeah, that was, that, I mean, I mean, it, it was in the trailer and it'll be in the last episode. The, uh, it was a green lantern movie, but, uh, but we don't talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. When I saw that in the trailer, I was like, oh, yes, I must see this movie. So I almost had Joe convinced to talk about this movie. And there's an outside chance. I don't think it's going to happen, but I might get him to record on his own, you know, 60 seconds or 90 seconds. Joseph loves this movie. Sure. And if I got him to record it, you're going to hear it right here. If you didn't hear anything, then he didn't record it. But boy, he loves this movie. And in fact, sat downstairs watching it with me, was laughing at the jokes, asked me to rewind stuff. This movie is a delight. It's it's just, and it, this is the definition of a family friendly movie. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Because we're laughing at jokes. Some of the jokes, like. We don't talk about the Green Lantern movie. That's right. The fact that Nicolas Cage is playing uh, Superman, that is just a joke for the older nerds. Stanley. The Stanley cameo, sure. Yep. Um, but then there's like, you know, uh, there's nothing like a good poop in a new toilet. Oh. I mean, that's that's for the kids, it, but it's also for us. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. Well, this is delightful. Let's let's get into this because I'm excited to talk about this one. Uh, let me get the one um, Oh, sure. Uh, oh, what? So <laughs> there was a reshoot that we forgot last week. Okay. So James Gunn is going through and pretty much finding any internet rumors that aren't true, retweeting them and being like, here's what actually happened. The one I shared on our five timers Yep. to build the kiln set for guardians. That was a full working set. The only way he could convince Disney to do it was to say, we'll melt it down and resell it to the company. The company will buy back the melted down metal and you'll only take this percentage of a loss. I don't think it was in there, but it was a small percentage you're, you're loss. You're kidding. No. And like there was a like for Guardians of the Galaxy, da, 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 and James Gunn was like, yeah, that's totally true. That That did happen. However, when we were talking about the first Guardians... And I was listing the almost cast for Rocket. One of the names I mentioned was Mr. Adam Sandler. And we both went, uh, no, thank you. <laughs> James Gunn retweeted. And I retweeted from uh, our uh, Super Pod Hero Cast uh, Twitter, which is THP8TSP8. <laughs> T- I was so excited to put it in so there. So excited. And I screwed it up, uh, which is TSPHC Tweets. And uh, he wrote, I've never met Adam Sandler. <laughs> Oh, okay. All right. So stricken from the record, Adam Sandler was never in contention. I think people just So do just we give hurt. James Gunn the credit for that reshoot? I think we have to. 100%. So James Gunn, if you'd like to come on and talk about the other ones. Yeah, feel free. Open invitation, my friend. Carte Blanche. My future friend. Uh, uh, I laughed out loud today. Um, <laughs> you, in that five-timers thread, you said that Peacemaker is pure James Gunn, and our good buddy Chuck said, is that good or bad? And your response was perfect. What did you say? Do you know who James Gunn is? No, you, do you like James Gunn? Oh, do you like James Gunn? Yeah. That's right. Do you like James Gunn? Okay. Yeah. I think that's the way stuff's going to have to be put now. Do you like the other stuff this person does? 
especially James Gunn. Like, James Gunn's full James Gunn now, and I'm totally okay with that. And if there are any kids listening, don't watch Peacemaker. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Don't, I mean, sadly, don't watch The Suicide Squad either. Yeah. None of that's for you, kids. Nope. But this episode is for you because we're going to be uh, dads tonight. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I sat down with the bean to watch this, but she, you know, well, they we, we all had a snow day the other day because we live in Syracuse. Sure. Uh, though, you know, it's the beginning of January, and uh, we this is our first snow day. That's that's impressive for, yeah, yeah. for us. It's been mild so far. So we did a little double feature. Uh, the Bean was like, I want to watch Sky High. I'm like, oh, well, we have to watch um, Teen Titans go to the movies later. Uh, that's a great double feature, both about, you know, finding out that being a sidekick isn't always a bad thing. Sidekick! <laughs> <laughs> oh, she was just like, why do I recognize that guy's voice? And I'm like, you haven't seen the Evil Dead movies. Hmm. Or any of the Spider-Man movies that he's in. Burn notice. She wouldn't. She has one. Yeah. <laughs> I think he just has one of those voices. He's just kind of iconic. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Um, all right. So, so we my d- one almost cast. Oh, well. That was the other thing I need to get out of the way. Well. Oh, well, well I'm sorry. What are you doing, man? I am so excited You're to so talk excited. about the movie. <laughs> uh, but before we can do that, since we are. Guys with beers talking about movies with capes. What are we drinking? So we had to go a little bit farther off the beaten path today than we usually do. Our good friends, Carissa and Joel, proprietors of Branching Out Bottle Shop here in Syracuse, New York, uh, are deserving or enjoying a well-deserved vacation in Hawaii, which, if you're not connected to their Facebook page uh, for Branching Out Bottle Shop, go, first of all, go to the shop because it's the best beer selection you can find. Uh, Mm -hmm. But, man... Holy cow, I am jealous with those pictures they're sharing. They looks like they're having a phenomenal time. And good for them. They just survived, you know, Advent, Christmas, and (laughs) Christmas itself on top of that, plus New Year's. Yeah. So uh, went to an an alternate location um, that has a decent selection um, and found a beer. Honestly, when I saw it, it doesn't directly tie to any specific moment in the movie. But I would suggest that the overall craziness of this beer is a perfect fit for Teen Titans Go to the Movies. So this is a brewery that we have not yet drank on the podcast. This is Flying Monkey Craft Brewery. It's a Canadian brewery. Uh, They have been brewing radical beers and creative ales right on the waterfront in downtown Barrie. The Flying Monkeys Mm. was the first Ontario craft brewery to truly usher in a new culture of craft brewing in their province. Excuse me, in their province. Always believing that normal is weird, they treat brewing as an art, and they are proud to be part of the culture of craft beer, uniting folks from all over Ontario, Canada, and the world. So, oh, did you have a... Uh, two, two things, sorry. Uh, yes. Normal is weird is right on the can, so I already like this place. <laughs> but also, did you see their address? 107 Dunlop Street, Barrie, Ontario, Canada, Earth, Milky Way, the universe... Infinity. So I have a feeling this might be a brewer, uh, a brewery that we come back to again because all of their beers, first of all, have wonderful artwork. And this artwork is beautiful. All of the names of their beers are fun and crazy, which gives us lots of things to work with. Mm-hmm. So capturing the zaniness and craziness of this movie, we are drinking Flying Monkeys Craft Brewery's Fireworks and Karate, their Margarita IPA. 
A margarita IPA. I mean, I like IPAs. I like margaritas. Let's find out if they go well together. Yeah. Now, the description for this beer, fireworks and karate fuses punchy kicks of hops, African Queen, Southern Passion, Cashmere, Amarillo, mm. and Sabro, with explosions of true margarita awesomeness, lime juice, orange juice concentrate, agave syrup, and kosher salt for a crowd-pleasing spectacle full of oohs and ahs. Again, much like this movie. Yes. All right. Well, I have already poured. All right. I'm pouring I'm right now. Tonight. Now, I this these come in 16-ounce cans. But it's a only four and a half percent alcohol, so this is going to be very drinkable, like a session IPA. Hmm. Very fruity smell to it. Yep. All right. Okay. Cheers, buddy. Cheers, my friend. Wow, that is delightful. The effervescent, bubbly, refreshing, much like this movie. Um, what was the one we did? Oh, the the Thai basil. We've we've done something else that had a little bit of like the saltiness to it. Mm-hmm. It works a little. It's a little smoother in this one. Yeah, I think the fruit mixed with the salt really helps this. That's that's very tasty. Wow, that is yeah, really really happy with this one. That is crushable. Holy and also, uh, kids don't drink beer. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> let me get my almost cast out of the way, and then yeah. you can do your. Uh, so, Balloon Man. <laughs> yep. Was originally supposed to be James Corden. Okay. But for some unforeseen reason, he didn't do it. Maybe because he realized no one likes they, him. <laughs> well, that too. But maybe they re- he realized that they cast him because Balloon Man's big guy, and he's a big guy, and. Uh, <laughs> So do you know whoever that, does it? I can't remember who does it, but he's wonderful. So his name is Greg Davies. He is Greg a Davies, yes. he's an English comedian. I only know him uh, because I've over the last couple of years I've gone down YouTube rabbit holes of the um, uh, what's it's a British show cat, uh, cats. Uh, it's uh, British cats. TV show. Oh, um, yes, I know this eight guy. Eight out of ten cats, he, who, which is hosted by Jimmy Carr, who's a very funny Oh, I comedian. love Jimmy Carr. So go down the rabbit hole of eight of ten, eight of ten cat, I'm sorry, eight out of ten cats. It's, mm-hmm. it's a delightful British show. It's uh, numbers and letters, and uh, but it's really about oh, the people sure. they have there. Yeah. Sure, 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 sure. I, yes, I've seen that. I just, I guess I never knew the name of it. Yes. Yeah, he's yes. also on the Inbetweeners. If you yeah, watch British stuff, guy. yeah, he's a that guy, he's a that guy British actor, but who has not really made the transition to American stuff. Oh, uh, he was a Doctor Who King Hydroflex. You're welcome, Colin. <laughs> All right, because I'm sure Colin's screaming at his uh, podcatcher about that. He's like, he was in on Doctor Who. <laughs> Which Doctor? He wasn't a doctor. He was king. No, no, he was like, oh, who? It's okay. Colin, Uh, Colin, which doctor? Which doctor's run was he in? Yeah, tell us us that. Well, hang on. Just in case it doesn't get to us. If he does, we can cut it and have him put it in. Uh, 2015. That's River Song. That's uh, Peter Capaldi. I feel like I should know who that guy is. This guy. Damn, I can't get the 
picture. Hang on, let me turn down my brightness. Maybe that'll. That's help. okay. I got it. Peter Capone. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks your... evil to me. I... Yes. There you go. He looks like a bad guy. Did your phone? Oh wait, you're on a. You're on a Google phone, right? You're not on a Samsung Correct. anymore? Yeah, I'm on, on Pixel. Yeah. Pixel. Yeah, mine just updated and the last stuff changed. I'm wondering if it's moving the Pixel integration into this phone. Oh, I don't know. Everything's very strange. Okay. Um, so there, that's the only almost cast I had. Okay. Was Balloon Man was originally supposed to be James Gordon. And okay. I'm okay that it wasn't. <laughs> this movie... Uh, two guys share directing credits, two guys share writing credits, and one gentleman has both the writing and directing credits. So the directors are Aaron Horvath and Peter Rita Michael. And I'm sorry, I'm sure I've butchered his name. Uh, <laughs> both of these gentlemen have you know a number of directing credits, producing credits. Um, Aaron Horvath is also one of the writers. He has uh, a bunch of writing credits on... You know, similar properties, and and all and all these guys kind of work in this space. Teen Titans Go, uh, Naruto. The the other gentleman who has a writing only credit, his name is Michael Jelenic, uh, producer, writer, ex- a lot of writing credits, and again, it's all this kind of DC stuff: Batman versus Two Face, Lego DC Comics superheroes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thundercats, Batman, the Brave and the Bold, Legion of Superheroes. So it, it's these folks that kind of work in this um, Warner Brothers animated space. Uh, I mean, obviously, these are characters that go back in DC Comics a long time. Holy crow. We cannot. No, no, no. no. <laughs> but who just um, uh, did he, he? He didn't just pass away, but he was he just shared that he's got a terminal uh, diagnosis george, george um perez yeah he's so my even me and a marvel kid um i read a number of the george perez teen titans comics phenomenal i mean i think we get one of george stuff. perez's covers in this movie uh oh, the one, that wonder woman oh yeah that wonder woman cover oh, is george sure, sure. perez yeah, yeah. <laughs> hmm. so we're not going to go deep on that because, to your point, that we could do a whole episode on this. But it's, you know, I, I'm fascinated how Teen Titans, you referenced there was an earlier series, I think it ended in 2013. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. 2003. 2000, um, yeah. That, uh, that we'll get a glimpse of in a minute. But then this reboot <laughs> of Teen Titans Go, just like, I feel like they lasered in on the right audience. And my kids love these cartoons. So, um, you know, the, I think we've said this before in all the ways that Warner brothers films have struggled to get sustainable traction with the live action superhero movies. Mm-hmm. They've had really no issues in their animated space. Obviously they can do these a lot cheaper. Um, this is a theatrical release. Many of their other ones. And in fact, there's a sequel to this that, goes direct video so it won't be in our in our helmet but this is big budget i would say i would say for for these for this genre of the dc animated films um they had a 10 million dollar budget at the box office this does 52 million dollars this was a 2013 i'm sorry 2018 release holy cow i'm all over the map today (laughs) um but uh you know a commercial success and and we do get a couple of uh, sequels straight to video made for TV. 
Um, but this is the the one and only theatrical release for the Teen Titans Go lineup. Yeah, we won't be doing the sequel. Um, Teen Titans, but spoilers for the end, but Teen Titans Go versus Teen Titans. I, um, Joe remembered that, and I don't think he saw it. So I think he and I are going to watch it. I'll report in afterwards. Yeah. Oh, I've seen it. It's it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Uh, they, <laughs> yeah, there's there's some cool moments in it, but for the most part, I'm like, eh, we didn't need to do this. Okay. Um, and then finally, the last thing we typically talk about, well, actually, we did. There was the money. Um, mm-hmm. Do you recall what the IMDb score for this movie was? Was it like a seven something? 6.8. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So well, I well, have a well, feeling we'll, 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 we'll get to that. We'll discuss that when we get to the end. Okay. What we think of that. All right, so with that, I think we can just go ahead and roll the film. Right off the bat, we know we're in for a goofball movie because we get their spoof on the old Marvel logo of the flipping the pages of the comic. Yep. It's, you know, Teen Titans. It's George Perez, Teen Titans, but it's actually a seagull trying to find his spot in the comic. (laughs) I was like... Okay, I know what movie we're in for, and I'm not mad at all. And, and then they even, you know, poke fun at the current DC Films logo with, you know, Batman and Superman. This very, this oh very right, during the vanity look, yeah. yeah. Well, that's DC's vanity logo, but it's not. It's clearly not. They're drawn in the Teen Titans Go style, which is a lot of fun. I bet you it was more because they were like, look, we just animated all these characters. We need to use them more than this short little moment in the movie. Right. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, oh, what's the name of the town that they live in? They live in Jump City, which I do not believe is part of the DC canon, right? I have no idea. Um, Let's say maybe. uh, I don't think it is because I think I read a note in the cartoon series the city was always unnamed, and it wasn't until like a companion comic book that mm. specifically went with Teen Titans Go came out, or an adaptation, where they named it as Jump City. The Titans themselves protect a coastal city, but I don't think it, it's obviously not Jump City. So yeah. It clearly looks like kind of a, you know, California coastal, right, San Diego. Yep. I mean, most crime you're getting is a giant balloon man. Giant <laughs> balloon man. Which is a real DC villain. He is not. Is he really? I'm 99% sure he's he's not made up for this movie. Oh, that's awesome. You said it before we got started, and we can say it again. The the Easter eggs in this movie are just ridiculous. I mean, there's I I feel like every minute you're getting at least one. Yeah, and we can't we can't go through them all because that would take forever. Yeah. Yeah, he's a 100%. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's th- doing the same thing. Look, he's making a little balloon. He sure is. <laughs> uh, I thought Marvel's stilt man was bad. And he is, but... Oh, boy. I don't know how many appearances he had, but... So, yeah, it looks like his appearance in the comics is pretty close to what he shows up in this movie. So, we get a little, like, setting of the city, and then Balloon Man comes in, and he's stealing money... Uh, and but then, he steals the entire bank vault. Time to inflate my bank account. It's a brilliant idea. Just take the yeah. vault with you. Yeah, I'll figure it out later. Yeah. And who show up? Titans go with the Teen Titans, and he doesn't know who they are. You guys are awfully immature for the Justice League. Do we look like the Justice League to you? 
I don't know. I thought you were maybe some of the lesser known members. Not only is it first fight because they're mad, this is first song. This guy don't know who he is. Oh, really? Then I think it's time we tell him. When we watched this the first time, my wonderful wife, Danny, turned to me and went, is this a musical? I went, no, this is a musical. Spoiler, this is totally a musical. (laughs) Yeah, and I will tell you when I went, oh, yeah, this is a musical. (laughs) So they sing the Teen Titans uh, song, which, spoiler for the end, like any good musical, there's a song where you're like, oh, that was okay. And then it's used again, and you're like, oh, when it's used at the end of the movie, yeah. I was like, oh, wow, that was really good. I liked it, that a lot. <laughs> yeah, me too. I, I'll say this. I, not a fan of musicals, loved all of the songs in this. this it's, it's, it perfectly fits. They're so good. I will point out the little Easter eggs that I like the most as we okay. go along. I'm sure everyone else noticed. I just need to point out that it's hilarious when Beast Boy is singing his... He literally turns into Animal from the Muppets for a hot second. He sure does. He sure does. Yes. I have no idea how they got the licensing for most of the stuff in this movie. Like, (sighs) Yeah, I don't know. Because it's clearly Animal. So it's like, that's got to be close to IP. Balloon Man, at one point, not knowing who they are, asks if... You are the Guardians of the Galaxy! Uh, That's a different superhero universe. I am the insulted. If a parent got dragged to this by their kids, the song does a great job of explaining who every one of the Titans are. It doesn't feel like heavy-handed exposition, but you don't have to know anything about the characters or the show to sit down in this movie, and you're fine. Five minutes in, you're fine. And uh, any parents out there that are fans of The Walking Dead, uh, Cyborg is voiced by King Ezekiel, so have fun with that bit of knowledge in your head. Yeah, that and so Carrie Payton, this must predate his work on The Walking Dead, right? He must have been he must have been here first. All the voices of the Teen Titans go were also the voices of the Teen Titans. Were they really? Yep, they just upped the goofiness of all of their characters. They sure did. So yeah. so I knew Carrie Payton. I did not know the other characters, with the exception of the amazing Tara Strong, who oh. I would argue is like the De Niro of voice acting. Oh, I she's mean, voiceover royalty, hands right? down at this she point. She really is. She's, she's incredibly talented. She also separately and independently happens to be a total smoke show as well, which has nothing to do with her talent. No. I, I merely point that out. Yeah, she's wonderful in every way. The other, only other one is uh, uh, Robin. Scott Cripps, is that how you say his last name? No, Scott Menville. Menville, I, excuse me. I don't, I, you know, I've I've looked at all these. Greg Cripps is the other one. Uh, yeah. Scott Menville was on uh, an episode of Fuller House. Oh no way! As DJ's date to the prom, and then they go at the high school reunion. And I didn't do the research to see if he actually played the character back on the old show, but he's going along. I'm like, man, this voice sounds really familiar. And there's a moment where he kind of like gets angry about something. I'm like. Oh my God! It's yeah. Robin. Guess what? He, he was did? in ni- in 1995. He was Dwayne, and then on Fuller House in 2016. I love it. Or 2020, he was Dwayne again. Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. You know how many acting now? He's primarily a voice actor. Sure, sure, sure. Do you know how many acting credits he has on IMDb? Oh, it's got to be in the hundreds. 296. Good for him. But it's it's really impressive. He goes all the way back. Holy cow! He 
he did additional voices on Scooby-Doo and Scrappy-Doo in 1979. Good that's his, for That's him. his first credit. How old is this guy? 71. He's 50. Actually, February 12th. He's almost... He's 51. He's almost 52. Hang on. Uh, no. He's almost 51. No. Wait. What? How old am I? I'm, <laughs> I'm 50. Okay. Yeah. He's almost 52. Like Kids, him. this is what happens when you get he's, old. No. He's almost 51. Yeah. Oh, my God. Holy cow. Starfire? Yes. Was in something else we already reviewed with another DC actor. Hinden Walsh? She is. Don't look. I will tell you. Okay. She is Debbie from Groundhog Day, the high schoolers that they meet at the dance, and he what? gets them the tickets. And do you remember who the other guy, who the who his, her date was? Uh, so she's the one who falls in love with him, right? Like, and pulls her date to meet him or something, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, like I don't that, remember yeah. who. I don't remember who her date was. Michael Shannon. It was not. Are you serious? That's crazy. Two DC actors in a movie together. Oh, morons. Of course, the uh, the Titans get distracted by their song. They're not really fighting Balloon Man anymore. So Superman, uh, John Stewart, Green Lantern, we need to be yep. specific, and Wonder Woman in her invisible jet show up. Blast, blast, blast. Uh, Balloon Man becomes a little squeaky toy, and it lands on the roof. Oh, yeah! I love that Robin just kicks Balloon Man off the roof. Sorry, Justice League. <laughs> You're too late. Now, I think you said earlier, Superman, of course, voiced by the amazing Nicolas Cage. It's always been my dream to have my own movie. Well, it is important to have dreams, I guess. A huge superhero fan famously almost played Superman in Superman Returns. No, no Superman Lives. Superman Lives. Yes. Superman, Superman, Superman lives. Returns happened. Sadly. That's right. That's right. Um... The other voices there are Little Yachty. Who does the end credit version of the Teen Titans song. Yep. And Halsey is Wonder Woman. Halsey, I believe, a recording artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Halsey's got a song that shows up on the uh, Coffee House app that I listen oh. to in the car called Darlin. And it is just, she also did a, she also did a Machine Gun Kelly song. <sighs> And I really like it. I know who he is, but I couldn't identify a song of his. It's a good song. I uh, trying to forget you is the name. Uh, oddly, I couldn't think of the name. It's called "Forget You." And it's really good. Give it a listen. Okay, because he's kind of a scumbag. Superman chides the uh, <laughs> the Titans. If you keep playing the fool, you'll never be seen as real heroes. Why aren't they superheroes? They only make movies about. Real heroes. Warner Brothers taking a dig at themselves. What does Wonder Woman say? Well, has there been a movie about you? It took a while, but yeah, I have my own now. <laughs> which sets up what this movie is really about, right? Uh, or I'm sorry, mm -hmm. the plot of this movie, which is the Teen Titans are on a quest to get a movie made about themselves. Really, Robin is on a quest. Robin and the Teen Titans are just supporting him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, definitely shades of Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. For me again kids don't watch that movie that's, that's right that's right we got a little bit of the whole show within the show as the titans go to the premiere of the new batman movie batman again oh this is the first time i noticed that and i was like oh that's perfect that's batman it's really again good. it's really good <laughs> did you notice the the poster for the new superman movie that's coming did you notice it ahead of mustache 
No, it did not. Did it really? <laughs> They're just having fun. They're like, yeah, we've made mistakes. Oh, and also, I don't really blame Warner Brothers for that one. I blame Paramount for not letting Henry Cavill shave his mustache for the reshoots. However, if they hadn't done that, we wouldn't have thought that movie was so bad, and we might never have gotten Zack Snyder's Justice League. Wow, that uh, the mustache that saved the Snyderverse? <laughs> yep. Okay. Well, the now dead Snyderverse. Mm-hmm. Is it? I think so. I'm. If it comes back, great, but I'm not holding my breath anymore. Hello. We're the challengers of the unknown. We're here for the motion picture. Do you know who the challengers of the unknown are? I have absolutely heard of them. Yep. And Same. that's about it. And I recognize their suits. Uh, I recognize I mean, their suits, right? It's like a purple yep. jumpsuit kind of. The instant they walked in, I'm like, oh, yeah, the first time we watched it, obviously, this time I didn't. But I was like, and they go, oh, yes, we're the challengers of the unknown. I'm like, sure, 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 sure. I remember seeing that. Never read them. Were they part of, like, mainstream DC Comics? They weren't, like, a separate universe or anything, were they? Same universe, but they were like the Fantastic Four, but they premiered before the Fantastic Four. A family imbued with semi-superpowers, blah, blah, blah. Same idea. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. And they go back that far? That's amazing. Now I know why I'm aware of them. Hmm. Uh, one of the many creations of the king, Jack Kirby. Okay. Yes. Yep. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. Got it. Got it. Um, premiere uh, in February of 1957. So uh, that's three years before Fantastic Four? Uh, why do I think 64? But I could be I could oh, be totally gosh, wrong. really? Well, hold on. Hold no, on. that's X-Men. X-Men's in the 60s. Well, 61. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. What did I... So, 57 to 61. So, four years. Four years. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty close. Oh, yeah. Hey, listen, for a DC boy... Yeah, not that was bad. pretty close. Not bad. <laughs> so we go into the premiere because the Titans are not on the list. I love the running joke of that guy. He's hilarious. Yeah. And we are introduced to Jade Wilson, voiced by the wonderful Kristen Bell. Oh, just love just, her. Just uh, kids, if you don't recognize the voice when you're watching this, it's Anna. For years I've roamed these empty halls. Why have a ballroom with no balls? I may drop in a little bit of that. <laughs> sure. We're not putting this up on Facebook because Facebook doesn't like podcasts like ours. I was so excited when I got that message. Well, spoiler, our podcast doesn't like Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, right. I'm calling the our, shots. All of our audio clips fall under fair use. It's criticism mm-hmm. and commentary. We would 100% be protected. Again, fun little joke. Did you notice that Jade Wilson's uh, title when it comes up on the screen behind her is the Justice League font? No. Is it? <laughs> With the star and everything in the A. <laughs> uh, the, the, the next Easter egg we get is, so basically Jade explaining the universe of movies that are coming. They went deep. In, huh. First of all, there's a Challengers of the Unknown title there, so right. they're getting a movie. They go really deep with some obscure DC characters. I, I, that was a really funny story. In that, in that, um, in that movie theater. I mean, oh they sure, are, uh, there are characters I'm like I know that character. I just don't know what their name is. Yeah. Like I can never remember the orange and purple and the. Isn't that meth, meth, something? It starts with an M. I can't think of it. Uh, yes, I can picture him too. Yeah, he was right in like the second row there, next to Black Lightning, and that's racist. I think Kid Flash was the next one over. Anyways, yeah. um, 
So then we get some previews. And the first one, we think it's the Robin movie because it's an R and it's going across the screen. Coming this summer. And Robin's getting all excited. And it's actually Alfred, the movie, the ultimate grime fighter. Which I went, oh, that's a terrible idea. And now there's an Alfred TV show. That's Come true. Uh, Metamorpho. Metamorpho. Also Thank you. called the Element Man. And then there's another commercial. Coming next summer. It shows like Robin's eyes, it looks like. And he's like, oh, it's got to be me now. And it's the car. Batmobile, the movie. Coming vroom. I'm like, oh, that's a terrible idea. Do you know that there is a uh, Batmobile kids animated show coming soon? There is not. Are you serious? <laughs> Warner Brothers, pay attention. These are bad ideas. Yeah. Th- oh, Lord. Okay. But thankfully, and hopefully, the last one won't be this one. This has got to be Robin, right? It's got to be. Yeah, yeah, it's Robin. I'm sure my movie is next, next summer. Coming next, next summer. The story of Batman's greatest ally. That's me. That must be me. And best friend in the whole wide world. Uh, finally! Thank you for making a movie about... Utility Belt. What? The movie. How dare you use the Batman the Animated Series animation? Oh, we need to start an animation count, too, because up to this point, it's been the, all the same animation. Yep. Then that trailer is... Batman the Animated Series, and we're now mm-hmm. two animations deep. Okay. You put things in it. Sadly, Robin realizes he's not getting a movie, and he is wallowing in his shame. Mm-hmm. His friends, the other Titans, try and console him, and they realize that they're missing something. They're missing an arch nemesis. Every great yeah. superhero has an arch nemesis. And as they have this epiphany, the they get a crime alert. A mysterious figure is breaking into Star Labs. Mm-hmm. So at Star Labs, we get the wonderful... Oh, hello. Deadpool. What? I- I'm not Deadpool. Why does everybody think I'm Deadpool? You got them guns. And the swords. Yeah, well, lots of people have guns and swords, okay? On the way here, I pass like 25 people with guns and swords. Nah, I'm pretty sure you're Deadpool. Look into the camera and say something inappropriate. So first of all, voiced by the amazing Will Arnett. Uh, voice of uh, Lego Batman Lego also. Batman. So. Yeah. Uh, Slade Wilson. Interestingly... And I'm and I'm wondering why he is only ever referred to as Slade in this. So so he is Deathstroke, the Terminator, right? Because Death and Terminate don't go over well with the kids. Okay, according to the bigwigs, that's why. And on the Teen Titans Go, and also on Teen Titans, he was always just Slade. Oh, okay. I- I'm totally fine with that. It makes perfect sense. I, I had a feeling that might be it. That's why Deadpool is called Deadpool. Death, stroke, what do you do in a pool? Uh, where do you do the stroke? In a pool, death, dead. By the way, he should be saying that he's not me. Okay, because I came out like way before he did. I'm still stunned. that So Slade Wilson, Deathstroke the Terminator, Wade Wilson, Deadpool. I'm still amazed that Marvel somehow... Like that flew. I, I I don't know how they didn't get in trouble with that one. I and I'm fine with those ones. It's when you know there are two Captain Marvels and they have to change one name because apparently it's going to confuse people. Yeah, that's yeah. when I get upset. <laughs> uh, Slade is at Star Labs, which of course is a venerable institution in DC Comics, um, to steal the Ditronium Crystal, the perfect plot device. The Titans propose that Slade be their arch nemesis, which. Spoiler, of course, uh, he really is, right? Sure. The Jericho. Oh, yeah. Jericho is his son, right? Uh, I think. Yeah, I think. The Judas Contract is where Jericho and Tara come from. And it's it, Slade's part of that. 
Is Jericho Slade's son? I uh yes, because his real name is Joseph William Wilson. He's gotta be, right? Hmm. Um let's see. Mm. He's he's the youngest son of Slade Wilson. Yeah. He's kind of like their black bolt, right? Isn't he? I am not well versed on Jericho at all. Oh no, I'm but- wrong. He can possess a person after making eye contact with them. Oh, his body turns insubstantial oh. and he enters their body and then controls That's not terrifying them. at all. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's my right. God. Fight does not break out because what does Slade use to fight the Titans? Why, that would be... Mind manipulation! So they are really dad jokes, right? So mm-hmm. <laughs> first he does the old rubber pencil. <laughs> Which well, I was sitting next to the bean and I picked up a pencil. And I went, There you go. That's what he's doing. And she goes, Oh, I guess it kind of looks like it's rubber. I'm like, Yeah, it's not really. Th- then did you do the detachable thumb? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I can't do that. I'm like, You're not a dad. That's right. That's right. Uh, and of course, it's buttoned with the old. Whoa, whoa, whoa what, what's that over there? Who else will sell it? But. Will Arnett. Though. Oh my gosh! No, seriously, I've never. What is that? Is that even a? Don't look. So Joe has stalled in uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. He's kind of, he's like, eh, I don't really love it. So I'm trying huh. desperately to get him to watch Arrested Development Development with me. Just the first three seasons, but holy cow, I'm trying. He's resisting. They're illusions, so far. Michael. They are. That's right. We're not going to say what Joe says. All right. No, just they're illusions, Michael. Yeah. yeah. Slate gets away. Robin's dejected. They go back to Titan Tower. Robin falls asleep. And we have our third animation style. Heroes! Superheroes! Come check this out. Oh, you gotta check this out. Superheroes across the land! Check this out. Musical style as well. It is literally The Lion King. (laughs) Oh, the chanting... Check it out, check it out, check, check it out. <laughs> but it's done so well, and Batman is holding up young Robin. Yep. Like Simba. It, really funny. But of course, the, the superhero community rejects him. It's his nightmare. Specifically, who rejects him first? We all gathered out here for this? The Flash. Voiced by Will, Will Wheaton. Wheaton. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. That's crazy. He wakes up the next morning. The Titans bring him out to their living room. They're showing him a... a and then we get... It's a quasi, like, original South Park animation style. The cardboard... Or the construction paper stop motion animation. For Also, kids, don't watch yeah. South Park. <laughs> their movie about... Uh, I'd written down during the Robin fight. I'm like, which Robin is this? Well, this uh, little thing tells us exactly which Robin it is. It's Dick Grayson because he was at the circus. Oh, it's Dick. Okay. Um, And I'm laughing throughout this movie. In this, they're joined in their song, a singing tiger voiced by the one and only kids. You will not know who this is. But for those of us who lived through the 80s and 90s, Michael Bolton, who sounds phenomenal. He sounds phenomenal. He does. I love the beginning of this because it literally is an old school musical. No one's going to make a movie about me. I'm just a joke. You know what you need. You need an upbeat, inspirational song about life. Are you feeling down? And that's when I went, oh, yeah, this is a musical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, just turned to Danny. I'm like, nope, and I'm, right. 
I am there for it. It it works. It is just delightful. Road trip. They're off to Hollywood. Robin's energized. He believes that he can get them into their own movie. We have like four or five different animation styles in this, too. I mean, the animation style changes so quickly in this movie, and I don't hate it at all. They're riding on a rainbow at one point, and, you know... The tiger's there with his dolphin, and what's playing the drums? Dolphin's playing the keyboard. Uh, what's playing I don't the remember. Drums? I don't remember. Some other silly yeah. animal. And uh, kids, this is the darkest joke in the entire movie. Because uh, what happens next? Oh, they run over the tiger. <laughs> <laughs> they, that tiger is gone to the big farm in the sky. Straight up murdered. I love cyborgs. I think his dad is a cop. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my! Making the person of color say, "I think his dad is a cop," is so. I mean, all I'm like, "Wow! How did all that get by the censors?" It's kind of like a Pixar movie, you know. There's layers of jokes. There's jokes for the kids, mm-hmm. and then there's jokes for the adults. And boy, yeah, that was <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, Raven ports them to Warner Brothers Studios. That is where the animaniacs live. They're stopped at the gate again. The same guy who didn't let them into the movie premiere is the security guard on the lot. Um, they're not on the list, but once again, Raven's portals save the day. She portals them in. The, the hubbub that happens after she's like, so portal, I, I think it's it's either Robin or it's Beast Boy. He's like, I always forget yeah. you have those. <laughs> it sounds like a Beast Boy line. They're like looking at all the stuff around and you see someone in the background sweeping and he keeps like yeah. looking at the camera like, ha And they jumps out. Hey, everybody, look at me. I'm Stan Lee doing my subtle cameo. And then uh, his assistant walks up and... Excuse me, Mr. Stan. This is a DC movie? Oh, gee, I gotta get out of here. But didn't we see him... Doesn't he have a cameo in another DC movie? This is literally... Stan's one and only cameo in a DC Why movie. Why do I feel like we saw him in a... We saw him in Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, maybe maybe that's what I was thinking of. As the, the costume shop owner. Yeah, okay. They go into um, one of the movie studios and what's being recorded but a Batman versus Superman 2. And just have fun with it. Follow your instincts. All the color goes out of the picture. It gets smaller. And oh my gosh. This. What's your mother's name? Martha. My mommy's name is Martha too. Do you know who's the voice of Batman? <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel. Wait. What's your father's name? Jonathan? Mine's Thomas. And I just start fighting again. Clark! Bruce, that was amazing! Oh, am I not supposed to use your real names? Uh, we have another great song here. Oh, and I'd have my own hero music, too. It'd go bum, 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 boom. It would play every time that I entered a room. Then I'd say my sweet and ominous catchphrase. Crack an egg on it. On it. Super ominous catchphrase. Right. Now, Jade tells Robin that the only way... Um, she would consider making a movie about him as if there were no other superheroes left in the world. Okay, problem solved, no problem. So Robin's plan is they'll simply go back in time and prevent every hero's origin story from happening. Yeah. With, did you have one of these? Did you have one of these? Oh, the, the big the wheel? Bikes? Uh, the, the big yeah. wheel with the handbrake? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh my, I, I turned to the bean and went, these were a real thing. And they were the best. <laughs> totally the best. Because you could totally do that. That that spinning slide, oh, 100%. Did it all the time. How we're alive telling the story right now is beyond me. Yeah. So, of course, when they come up out of the uh, ground, what plays but 
good old Back to the Future theme. I'm like, wait a minute, how are they getting away with this? That's that's another franchise. Labor of Love. Uh, so who owns? That's Universal. Universal. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. Oh. That's, that's so another studio they had to go beg, and then they spent um, some money. Uh, although I wonder, I mean, Warner's has a. I bet you, I bet you, aha! Uh-huh, I bet you that's owned by Warner's catalog, music. Yeah. yeah. Then let's go back to the future. I mean, the past. It makes no other sense than oh, we got this upbeat song. Yeah. <laughs> so the original Aha's uh, take on me is the time travel music, which is just delightful. We get Marlon Brando. I mean, it's clearly Marlon Brando. Jor-El. That's not good at all. Honey, I'm sorry. We're pretty much all dead. As planet Krypton is in danger of exploding, the Teen Titans set up and begin playing... Uh, they set up a rave. They're playing some EDM. Much. Yeah. They're playing some EDM. The baby Kal-El takes off his diaper at one point. And you see his butt, and I'm just like, that's nah, not necessary. And every death victim order. So that happens. Then they go stop the Waynes from going through Crime Alley. And the little kid, do you know who did the voice of little Bruce Wayne? Yes, Kal-El Cage. His one and only appearance in anything. We also get Huey Lewis in the news back in time, which is playing. So, which is also from Back to the Future. Uh, so first they, so we see Wonder Woman first. Oh, that's right. Wonder Woman first. Then Aquaman, which is a little dark, right? They, they toss one of the six-pack plastic rings things, and he gets tangled they, up in it. <laughs> they straight up murder straight up, Arthur Curry. Yeah. And then we get, not even in the DC universe, the turtles crawling out of the sewer towards the ooze, turn around and crawl back into the gutter. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so, so funny. So, success. They've pre- prevented all the superheroes from showing up, and as they return to the present, they find that, like the message of all time travel movies, don't unforeseen consequences. The future is an apocalypse, basically, because they prevented all the superheroes, but none of the supervillains. Right, so we've got Sinestro uh, chasing people with his yellow ring. My personal favorite is Lex Luthor is just shaving heads. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So then they go back, they they fix everything again, which you know, so uh, Superman and Batman's not great. They kill everybody. Yeah. And the Batman one is really dark. They they push Thomas and Wayne or Thomas and Martha into the alley. But first, they put a pearl necklace on that's Martha. Right. That's right. That's right. It's horrible. Yeah. That's horrible. That's so dark. So then they go back and they're going to try a different way. So they're gonna, yeah, they're going to find a different way to get Jade to take them seriously. And but, they realize that they need Slade. They need an arch nemesis. So Q Slade, he is stealing something. Is he stealing the well, gem at this point? No. Well, he already no, he got the Ditronium crystal from Star Labs, and he got away because he did the look behind you. Right. So he's returning to his lair. They confront him there. They attack him, but they're no match for Slade. Mm-hmm. He escapes. They chase him. But during the chase, they are able to recover the crystal. Even though Slade gets away, they have the crystal. They secure it in their vault inside Titan Tower. Uh, the scene continues. Slade explains to Robin how having an arch nemesis works. I get away, and you foil my next plan in an even more heroic way. That's what happens in a great superhero movie. And sure enough, he does. One one thing to point out, uh, the old classic cartoon, uh, when they electrocute Slade, they show his skeleton. That is not how electrocution works. It runs to your nervous system. But that's okay. <laughs> Now, the team returns to the movie studio to see Jade. This time, they are on the list. Um, and this is the 
four deep poop joke. Pretty much all the Titans except for Robin poop yep. in this toilet. Like, do they not notice there's other poop there? <laughs> so a prop toilet on the set. Uh they each have the pleasure. It's um, just yeah, delightful. so first it's Beast Boy. I pooped in it. Then it's Cyborg. Ooh, doggy, do not go in that bathroom because I just wrecked it, baby. <laughs> then it's Starfire. Uh, there is nothing quite like doing the poops in the new bathroom. <laughs> and then Raven's in there. Hey, keep it down. I'm trying to poop in here. And then Jade realizes this. Oh, wow, you really did. You pooped in the fake toilet. <laughs> you pooped on my set. <laughs> she sure does. <laughs> So she's not happy, but she's willing to overlook it, and they introduce, uh, you know, Slade. You see Slade Wilson. They start beating the snot out of him. He pulls up the mask and goes, I'm just playing Slade in the movie. It's me, Shia LaBeouf. Beast Boys. Oh, it's Shia LaBeouf's. They continue to beat the crap out of him. (laughs) They sure do. (laughs) Um, Robin does get them to take the movie seriously. Mm Mm-hmm. Now it's time for their time for lunch, and the team needs to get past Superman to get to the craft services table. And kids, you won't understand this joke unless you've seen Superman the movie, but I love cyborgs. Superman, it's me, your girlfriend, <laughs> Lois Lane. Well, hello, Lois. How are you, my sweet little dewdrop? <laughs> How am I? I'm terrible. You gotta save me from Gene Hackman's real estate scheme. Ah! <laughs> It's really great. And of course, that works. Superman flies away. Um, Now we see that the Justice League is building a doomsday device. So as the team goes to attack it, Superman returns and he stops the Titans from destroying it. They're able to beat Superman by throwing a kryptonite party, which is not a full song, but a little uh, musical vignette there. Well, yeah. uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, is that shenanigans also? Oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, certainly the, what is it? Meatball party. There's a reference. So that's a, a reference from the original Teen Titans Go cartoon. Yes. Now Jade explains. It's not a doomsday device. It's my doomsday. Oh, 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 I see the confusion. Doomsday stands for digitally ordering online movies streaming directly at you. In retrospect, we should have gone with a different acronym. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, who else to sell the, oh. Then Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. She's perfect. Now, Jade is going to kill the Teen Titans movie, but she does offer to make a Robin solo movie, but truly solo without the other Titans. And sadly, Robin agrees. He does. And he gets a handsome Squidward. <laughs> Goodness. We see it all. We see that they give him big hands because the running joke is Robin has baby mm. hands. That's right. They give him a big chin and long hair and a big butt and the whole nine yards. <laughs> but Robin's leaving the studio after a day of shooting, and there are people there wanting his autograph. And one kid has made a picture of all the Teen Titans. And, oh, Robin misses the Teen Titans. But Jay's told him, hey, they, they're fine without you. They're all too busy with their fabulous lives. You know, some other stuff happens, but I don't want to really skip to the to the villain reveal. But it's brilliant here. Jade brings him in to film the final scene of the movie. Yes. Robin is supposed to, uh, he has defeated Slade. He's supposed to go into the vault um, and emerge as Robin the superhero. Mm-hmm. So he walks over to the to the vault set. Goes to enter the code and is knocked out. By a movie light. Yes. He comes to, Jade is standing over him. She says a light fell and knocked him out. So she 
you know, basically gets him back up. Let's finish this scene. Yeah. He passes the facial scanner on the vault. He enters some made-up codes, gets errors, and Jade's like, no, make it real. Make it real, authentic. Yeah, Jade's getting really, really frustrated with him. So he finally enters the actual code to the vault, and the amazing set opens. Wow, these sets are amazing. They look so real. Well, because it is real. (laughs) No, really. While you were knocked out by our lighting accident, I moved you to the actual Titan's Tower so you could open the real vault for me. (laughs) Good one. That would make a great villain plot. We'll do it in the sequel. Whoa, Robin, what is that? Huh? I don't see anything. There's nothing there. Made you look. No! But she roundhouse kicks him into the wall. His arms are snapped into some, like, handcuffs that are in there that are, like, wall-mounted. She steals... manacles. Manacles, thank you. She steals the uh, gem that... uh, What is it? The... I want to say... Dilithium, but that's not right. Ditronium. Ditronium. I was half right. You were half right. We're so close. <laughs> what does she do but rip off her, her mask and her clothes, and it's Slade. Slade. So Slade is Jade. Who could have seen that coming? It was Slade all along. Okay, well, dun, dun, we're not in Marvel Universe in this okay. one. Calm down. A brand new app is sweeping the globe. It allows you to see dreams from millions of anonymous users. But what do you do when the dreams you see are of your imminent murder? This is the premise for the brand new short film from the crew of the Never Heard of It podcast, and we're seeking your help now to fund our project. Head to Indiegogo.com and search for Somnium Film and contribute what you can. We promise to make a chilling sci-fi film you'll want to watch over and over to uncover all of its secrets. Again, Indiegogo.com and search for Somnium Film. Help us make this movie. As Robin is shackled against the wall, Slade reveals his whole scheme. Mm -hmm. This movie is going to be distributed via the Doomsday device and it's going to, it's basically like evil Cerebro. It's going to allow Slade to use his mind manipulation across the entire planet. So uh-huh. once people see Robin's movie, the Doomsday device will allow him to control their minds permanently. Yep. He's going to win. And he presses a button, setting off explosives in Titan's Tower. Robin's struggling to escape, but he's saved by Chekhov's baby hands. <laughs> Yep, that's exactly what it is. Those baby hands allow him to sli- just slide out of the manacles. A real fun sequence is the tower's collapsing, uh, maybe for younger kids, a little bit intense. This scene and then a scene in a couple minutes I, were the two scenes I was like, yikes, we are entering pretty dark territory. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Because all for all we know, they're in Titan Tower. For all we know, the rest of the Titans are in the tower, too. Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And all the only one we see get out is Robin. Robin makes a call doing the the classic, I messed up. You know, I'm so sorry. Titans show up. Is there some music? There's like the somber music behind them. Yeah, this is, a, this is the most serious the movie gets the entire yeah. hour and a half. Yeah, it's like, absolutely. Well, we need to take a break from the sillies. Yep. And of course, the team was, they would never abandon him. They are his true friends. And isn't um, it Raven that, that figured it out also? Saw it coming a mile away. God, I love um, Tara Strong so much. <laughs> she's Yeah, she's so good. Now, Jade is at the Robin movie premiere. She's getting ready to roll film. The Titans arrive. They unmask Slade. 
He launches the doomsday device as the movie rolls. The Titans dive, you know, off the stage down below. They they don't see the movie, but the entire audience, all of the world's superheroes, see it and are now under Slade's control. And now it's the Titans versus everyone. Uh, so. We get a wonderful chase scene, a lot of fun. The the, the, the best yeah. is the, the the Batman part. Batman's oh in my the- god, that might be the best. That might be the best joke in the movie. That. Ooh. Okay. Yep. It's go, go so ahead. funny. What's the sequence? Batmobile. <laughs> yep. That blows up. He's then on a scooter. The the tumbler. Uh, a bat pod. Then a scooter. Then roller skates. Those yep. blow up, and it's Alfred. <laughs> Batman riding piggyback on Alfred. Alfred going. Oh, it's, it's so good. Ooh, there is no stopping the Batman. Uh, so they, they're able to get away from all of them slash turn off their mind mani- manipulation. Meanwhile, Robin has chased Slade into yep. this room with all these monitors. And Slade somehow knows the lyrics to my superhero movie song. It's got special effects. The tons and tons of special effects. Even your super sweet cape is special effects. It'll blow your mind. Well, listen, despite Slade's uh, protestations, he is clearly their arch nemesis. So, of course, he knows their song. Of course he does. This is the other really dark point in the movie. Yeah, the, the team when has... When Robin is mind manipulated... Yeah, the, so the team had split up. So they said to Robin, you go get Slade, we'll lead the heroes away. So they, they right. split the party, which you never split the party. I mean, that's like... Never split yeah, the right? party. If you've ever seen Cabin in the Woods, kids, I hope you haven't seen Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> never split the party. And they pay for it because, of course, uh, Slade has... In the fight, Robin slipped and saw the movie and now is under Slade's control. So it's Robin versus the Titans. And they fight for a little bit, but then Cyborg cues up the movie that they made, and it at first enrages Robin. Mm-hmm. You always thought I was a joke. But then he sees the rest of it, and it's not just about that he was worked at the circus and he has little baby hands and all this stuff. But when there's crime happening, Robin is the dude who keeps fighting till he wins, yo. He's like a bulldog, sinks his teeth into that crime and won't never let go. Before the Robin, we were all alone. <laughs> but he brought us together to be the team. He may not have superpowers, but he is a superhero. And that's just enough to break the curse. Slade tries to get... Oh, wait, no, is it earlier when Slade tries to mind manipulation? He's like, what's that on your shirt? Yeah, that's, that's earlier, earlier yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not even wearing a shirt. That's right. That's right. They start to fight, and then for some reason, Slade has built uh, a, a Transformer. Yeah. The, a mech suit, the Slade yeah. mech ar- arrives. It's bigger than Balloon Man. Now, so we're watching this, and Joe goes, the Titans have a mech. I don't know why they're not using it. I was like, Joe, that's... Uh, they do? They do. Yeah, Joe, listen, I mean, I am I really hope Joe gave us something here, because it, it, his, now, his knowledge on some of this stuff goes deep, so... Well, look, if they used the mech, then we wouldn't have gotten them beating him through the power of song. Exactly. Team Titans, go! Each one of the characters has their verse. That character is then beating the crud out of Slade Mech. Like in the in the beginning when it happens, it's all kind of goofy and silly. Mm-hmm. In this, like they are superheroes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That just happen to be singing a song about themselves. It's the same song, 
uh, different arrangement, but yeah, it, a little, it's got a, yeah, a, little a different more, feel. A little more power yeah, to it, yeah. yeah. Uh, like an orchestra in it now. So they uh, they defeat Slade, of course. All the superheroes are broken from the spell. They're applauding Robin. He gives a little speech. Fellow heroes, I've learned something important today. You don't need to be super to be a superhero. You just need to be yourself. After his speech is done, they're, they're still applauding him. Credits start to roll. You get the first couple names, and then it whips back. Robin's like, And expanding on that thought. And uh, he is chided by pretty much everybody. They start <laughs> chanting for the credits to start. But I need to say my important takeaway message from this experience. You know, something kids can talk to their parents about on the drive home. And what is that? Kids, ask your parents where babies come from. <laughs> <laughs> and movie. But wait, there's a mid credit scene. Oh, yeah. A crazy mid credit scene. So uh, we said it earlier, there was a 2003 Teen Titans cartoon that had a, a more serious looking, it was anime style, but a more serious looking artwork. More towards te- the teen yeah, sure, 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 Teen sure, Titans. Sure. I'd say it was a teenager show. Um, yeah. So we get this like scrambled transmission. Like this is the Teen Titans. Can anyone hear us? That style of Teen Titans. And they say, we think we found a way back. Right now, that is where this will connect to Teen Titans Go versus Teen Titans. With yeah, Teen Titans and movie. Are you feeling down? Like you just can't do it today. I can see your frown. Yep, and I think was there one more scene post credit scene? Well, during the 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 you know Adobe Digital and that weird thing, you see the challengers one more time. <laughs> And that is movie. Nice. So, Todd, that was a super duper enjoyable movie. I, that was I, such a wonderful palate cleanser after some of the... I mean, we watched Crow Salvation just a couple weeks ago. What a delight this was after that. Kids and parents yeah. <laughs> don't, don't watch Crow Salvation. Crow Salvation. Don't. All right. Just, no. So, but, Casey, of course, like we always do. We got some questions. We do. I was pulling up the end of the movie to because I couldn't remember what the end of the movie was. So, Todd, why don't you go ahead first? Oh, we're gonna we're gonna swap the question order. Oh, this is well. Well, well hang on. Or Let you could ask me who it. my favorite character is. Oh, I found it. Shut up. Sure. Everybody, shut up. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Todd. Yes. Uh, who's your favorite character? Oh boy, you know I. So this is a comedy. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be upset at any of them, but yeah. I do love. I do love that Robin Dick Grayson comes into his own, right? Like he's the leader and he sure. knows it. And Cyborg has this wonderful line, you may not have any superpowers, but you're a superhero. That yeah. really appeals to me. So I'm gonna go with Robin. How about you? Well, my my favorite character is Cyborg. Really? <laughs> that, Booyah and all. Boo- I like this cyborg. Now it's very different than the cyborg we had in Zack Snyder's Justice League. Well, this cyborg um, wasn't harassed by Joss Whedon. <gasps> that oh. is very true too. But I, I just love like um, like when Superman's chiding them, and he's like, "You haven't even done anything of importance." Well, what about that time we found that diner? It wasn't a mission. He didn't save anything. We saved room for dessert. <laughs> 
it's good. It's it's just I I, I really enjoy. I, I, it's either him or Beast Boy because Beast Boy is very funny too. Yeah, yeah. Again, uh, you're not upset with any character in this. They're all wonderful. Sure, it's it's a comedy, <clears throat> so they're all funny. Yeah. Yep. Casey, what is the best scene in the movie? <sighs> what is the best scene? They're all so wonderful. They are. It's you know pick pick one and yes, um, but I think it's the the ups. Upbeat, inspirational song about life. That that musical number is okay. wonderful. Yep. Um, <laughs> oh, again, so many wonderful moments. I love the we'll go back in time and prevent the superheroes. That's fun. Yeah. But I love the the battle at the end where it's the reprise of the Teen Titans song. Sure, sure. But again, yeah, that's great too. Throw a rock, you're going to hit something in this movie you love. So I'm good with any of that. So we just spent a whole bunch of time talking about how much we loved everything. Yes. Is there anything you would cut out? I, so no, this is a no. this is a quick movie. It's an hour twenty four, which for, especially for younger kids, that's good. It's a good mm-hmm. it's a good time. There's nothing in here that's fat. Agree. Yeah, Casey, who is the actor having the most fun? Well, we already used to drop once this episode, but I think the answer is everyone. <laughs> yes, yes, you are one hundred percent correct. Everybody's having a blast yeah. because, you know, the core Titans, they've been doing these voices forever. This is must be so fun to get to do these voices again. It doesn't seem like like sometimes with voice actors like Kevin Conroy, I'm sure doing the Batman voice after a while gets strenuous. Maybe the only one who might have a little trouble is Tara Strong because she's doing this the whole time. That might sure. get a little strenuous on her voice. But I'm sure she's just having a blast doing I, it. I mean, so I everybody agree. They've been doing these characters for almost 20 years, right? Yeah. Um, but Will Arnett getting to be, I mean, if he, if Slade Wilson had a mustache, he'd be twirling it. That's got to be just so much fun. But yeah, I, everyone's is, having a blast. Now, is he Slade? I know Slade shows up on Teen Titans. Is he Slade on that? Oh. I can't imagine. That's so long ago. Yeah, but he was acting then. Uh, yeah, true. Oh, oh no! You know who it was? Who? Ron Perlman. Oh, oh! I'm I'm watching. I think I told you I'm watching Sons of Anarchy. He's I, right. I love Ron Perlman. Uh, no, 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 no offense to Ron Perlman. He couldn't have done this. <laughs> no, no. But you, no. This is the yeah. Agree, agree, agree. Uh, all right. So once again, the IMDb score. For this movie was a six point eight out of ten. Casey, mm-hmm. how do you rate this one? It's a nine point eight. I, I'm just going to say it. It's a perfect movie. It's yeah. It's not Citizen Kane. It's not uh, the Winter Soldier. It is what it is, and it's absolutely perfect. Ten out of much 10. like Batman the movie. Yes, it call and it calls it shot in like frame five yeah. of the movie with a seagull with the. I'm like, oh, this is silly. Agreed. This is silly, silly, fun, fun. Yep. 100% agree. Yes. Uh, Dad's breakdown is pretty easy. We both watch it with our kids. So, yes. I'm going to go watch the sequel with Joe. So, yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. I, then, you know, can't wait to talk about that with you. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so, this is, this is the point in the night where we normally have my wife say, And now it's time to pick the next movie from Thor's helmet. But, haha. It is that time of the year where it is somebody's birthday. Yes, yes. And that would be you, Mr. Panic. Yes. 
Um, but before you say your 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 birthday pick, sure, because that's what we do at this point. Should I just queue up Captain America: Civil War no. as the as the trailer that we're gonna watch? So, I mean, no, you shouldn't. <gasps> I, I shocking much much like uh, the Dread Pirate Roberts uh, Wesley. I knew you would say that, and so I countered. Uh, I, I'm not picking the MCU. I'm going. You you know, I I thought back on my earlier picks, and I like going to the ones that are like one-offs, that are harder to pull, that that bring me a lot of joy. Okay. So I previously uh, made us watch, what, Swamp Thing, Flash Gordon... I enjoy that you put the word made in front yep, of Yep, 100%. Because uh, to be fair, I made you watch Condor That's Man. true. That's true. Um, <laughs> so I, I thought back. I was trying to think back, and I, I, I re- actually spent a lot of time on this today. Um, so this is a movie. So I almost pulled the first comic strip c- superhero that I read religiously, which w- I did not pull that one. But... I was a huge fan of The Phantom. Oh. When I was in elementary school, we had these comic books that were part of the reading program, and there was a bunch of Phantom comics, also Mandrake the Magician, and it was, you know, I was thinking back, I think those were truly the first comic books I ever read. They had a team, right? It was It was the same creator created Mandrake the Magician and The Phantom. And... I feel like they were part of like a soup, like an Avengers type the, the, team. There might have been the get the the creator of that certainly, you know, built a career on that. Yeah, um, I did not pick the Phantom, which I have sure. seen and I will oh, yeah, watch. It's, great. It's, it's 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 schlocky fun. It's schlocky fun. But I did pick a movie that is evocative of that era of comics. That is schlocky fun that I actually like more. So oh. the the wonderful Alec Baldwin. Stars oh, you s- in 1994's oh. Hey Casey, who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? The shadow knows. And that's what we're watching. <laughs> okay, fine. Let's roll that film. He was consumed by evil. For as long as you can remember, you've struggled against your own black heart. Shoot through him. Every man pays a price for redemption. I'm not looking for redemption. You have no choice. But I'll teach you to use your black shadow to fight evil. He became the shadow. If I didn't see anything, I swear. Dump him. Ah! Ah! <laughs> Who's there? Did you think you'd get away with it? Did you think I wouldn't know? Now, when the world is in danger, report. Police investigation of murder. Agent advises inquiry. Who knows what powers stir in the night? Whatever you did, it's in the past. Join me. Inside you beats a heart of darkness. I do what I do to fight back the evil inside me, but some part of it is still there, waiting. Genghis Khan conquered half of the world in his lifetime. I intend to finish the job. And when the adventure begins... Activate the bomb. Who knows where it will end? Alec Baldwin. John Lone. 
Penelope Ann Miller and Tim Curry. Who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? The Shadow. I, oh my god, it's so much fun. And it's it's 94. It's it's in this era where superhero movies, you know, we'd had we'd had the high water mark of the 89 Michael Keaton Batman, which really, you know, reinvigorated the genre. The Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, let's see, was out. Had not come out yet. 2002. 2000, yeah, so you know, it's in this era where we still don't know what superhero movies are. The shadow for me is just, it's just pure schlocky fun. I cannot wait to watch this again. Um, there's some, there's some, for, I mean, there's a, the cast is amazing. I, the cast is amazing. I think you may be surprised by the racism in this movie. Uh, listen, there's, there's certainly, there is certainly yellow face that is representative of, you know, I mean, Fu Man Fu Manchu was a was a villain in like pulp serialized fiction, right? It was wasn't he right. Charlie Chan's nemesis? Yeah, yeah. something like yeah. that. Yeah. So listen, so listen. We'll and I'm sure we'll talk about it then. <clears throat> yellow face is wrong. Um. Oh, Ian McKellen's in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. The, there's a lot of people in this movie. Uh, Tim Curry's in this movie. Peter Boyle's oh, in this movie. Jonathan Winters is in this movie. John Lone, who is a that guy actor, um, lots of action stuff. Uh, it, it, this is a fun movie. I'm excited to watch it. it. We're watching it because it has great memories for me, a lot of nostalgia, and that's my pick for the my birthday. I, I haven't seen this movie in... Uh, 20 plus years. Yeah, it came out in 94, so it's uh, going on 30 years old. Um, now, do and you want to is... take a guess at the IMDb rating? Well, I don't have to take a guess. Oh, I'm on there it. at yeah, 6.1. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I'm trying to see where we can watch this. Oh, I didn't. No, we didn't do that part. We didn't did do you? that part. But, uh, you know, I'm I'm confident, you know, life uh, will finds a way. Finds a way. Yeah. I'm sure there's a... All right, so that'll be uh, next time. So, uh, future birthday boy. Yes, um, yes, yes. Where can people find you on the socials if they wish to? Yeah. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, with the handle at TMP in SYR. Hey, Casey, mm-hmm. where can people find you? Well, I'm not cool enough to have the same for everything. Uh, <laughs> Instagram is not... Oh, wait. Uh, Twitter is not Ryan Casey. Instagram is not dot Ryan Casey. Uh, you can also follow the podcast itself. Uh, Twitter is THP8. I'm having trouble with that. You time. really are. Is TSPHC tweets. And on uh, Instagram, we are Superpod HeroCast. You can also email us at superpodherocast at gmail.com because. Only Cap writes letters. Tony. And I thought we were done with that drop. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Uh, so close. <laughs> Music for the podcast comes to us from two places. Our theme song is Take a Chance by Kevin McLeod. Find his music at incompetech.com. Our beer music is Feather Duster by Shane Ivers. Find his music at silvermansound.com. 
So that'll do it for the Superpod HeroCast for this week. For Todd Panic, I'm Casey Ryan. For Casey Ryan, I'm Todd Panic. And I've been your moderator, Dan Ryan. Be heroic. Are you a fan of um, Colin Jost and Michael Che's Weekend Update? The I think they're brilliant. My yeah. favorite is always the joke swap. Mm-hmm. At the end of the year? Oh, yes. Yeah, this yeah. Is the best. We talked about it. Oh, yeah. Did you see the one where... <laughs> um, I... Oh, I can't remember. I think Michael Che wrote it for Colin Jost, but he says, like, Woody Woody Allen's getting a bad rap. <laughs> There's a poster, if you remember that. Uh, vaguely. Oh, ScarJo. Oh, oh, yeah. Interesting. That's right. why I saw it. <laughs> oh, Charles Dance is in it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, my okay. brain, I, I, that was, <laughs> I, I wrote, so I wrote it all out, sent it to them, and then I wrote, my brain hurts. So <laughs> Woody Allen is getting a bad, a bad rap. Is that all it was? What's that? Was that the whole joke swap? Buddy oh, Allen was it was. Me- it was, uh, but it was basically like uh, Michael gets Colin to say something like, "Here, I'm going to say something that uh, you know I know might be a little bit controversial." Controversial, but he's like, you know, Woody Allen's getting a bad rap. <laughs> and I love um, what I love about it is their reaction at the end. Like Colin is usually just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah. Um, where, where hey, every, do you know every year it's gotten better? Better work. Where uh, Colin's also like, you know, we're just going to have fun. We're not trying to get anybody killed or their family murdered. <laughs> or me in trouble with my wife, because I believe two years ago they did an Asian uh, Scarlett Johansson joke. Mm. I was like, dude, oh, that's funny. not cool. I think I actually think I remember that. I think Michael Che delivered it, and I think Colin winced. I think he winced. Oh, no, it Did was he? it was Colin who had to deliver it. Oh, it was during the joke swap? Yeah, it was a joke <laughs> swap, and... Colin was like, Scarlett Johansson, and kind of like side-eyes Michael J. Like, <laughs> sleeping on the couch for the next month. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's great. That's great. Uh, do you know what Colin Joe's brother's name is? Uh, Joe? Joe? Uh, Casey Jost. It is. Is it really? Colin and Casey? No kidding. Is it not? the And the older and younger. No kidding. I'm like, what the? Do I have, if I ever meet Colin Jost... <laughs> there you go. I have a little anecdote for him. Hey, my brother's name is Colin. He's the older, too. <laughs> And he'll probably go, I don't give a shit. I get yeah. to have sex with Charles Johansson. That's, that's right. Uh, hey, Casey, we're, uh, yeah, clean it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, keep it of clean course. here. Yeah.